Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Equipped Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle, CEO of Successfully Equipped Enterprises and the founder of the Equipped Woman Network, where I equip women to fearlessly pursue purpose and live abundantly in every area of their life. I thank everyone for tuning in today, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the last episode of 2020. So as this episode is airing, we just have a couple of days left until we celebrate 2021 and we welcome in a new year. And during this time, most people are doing the self-reflection and looking back on what they've accomplished in the previous year. What are some things that they're going to leave behind in the year that we are moving away from and how they're going to fulfill the things that they've been assigned to do in the new year. And I know we can go on and on and on about all of the things that we've experienced in 2020. But today I'm going to talk specifically about stop burying your talents and In this episode, I want to talk specifically about the parable in Matthew 25. And this is a parable of the three servants. And this is a direct correlation to how important it is for us to prepare and be able to understand that we cannot bury our talents. We have to make sure that we are fully walking in all that God has for us. And this whole chapter talks about the preparation that is going to take place as Christ is going to return. But I want to talk specifically about five ways for you to prepare for your abundance. And preparation is so vital to making sure that you have everything you need because God gives us all types of clues about how we should prepare, how we need to operate on a day-to-day basis. And you can walk away from this with one or two attitudes. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about this later. But as you listen to this, think about where you are right now as it relates to whether or not you're bearing your talents or you're doing the things that God has called you to do and being faithful in these things. So I thought this was the perfect episode to end 2020 with. So that as we move into the new year, you start to think about what are some things that I can do differently so that I can make sure that I'm being faithful to what God has called me to do. So the first one is cast out fear. And I talk about this all the time because the equipped woman is built around equipping women to fearlessly pursue purpose, to live abundant in every area of their life. So it was just so fitting to start out with casting out fear. You cannot serve God and operate in fear because the the opposite of fear is faith. And God wants you to continue to have faith in him, knowing that what he has for you You cannot operate in fear and still think that you're going to be able to obtain the abundance that he has for you. Fear is the number one purpose killer. Uh, When we continue to operate in fear and we don't trust God with our life, then it kills our purpose. We, We fear is so paralyzing. You know, the first thing we do when 
someone scares us is that we, we stop. So something that we feel that is going to um, harm or hurt us, we stop. So this is the same thing that we do when we operate in fear and we don't allow us to ourselves to trust completely in what God has for us. And it, like I said, it is the number one purpose killer. And sometimes we receive visions and dreams from God and we immediately begin to operate in fear because we then think that we have to do this in our own ability. And God never told us that we have to do anything in our own ability. He's placed things on the inside of us. However, he's giving us what we need through him so that we can continue to fulfill all that he has purposed us to do. The number one goal of the enemy is to kill, steal, and destroy our future. So we can't allow fear to stop us from what God has for us. So when you play it safe and you are operating in the spirit of fear, you are technically just thinking about yourself. You're not putting your trust in God and you're, again, operating in what you feel your ability to accomplish things are. So once you move away from that spirit of fear into walking in faith, you then begin to understand that this is not about you. This is what God has called you to do. And there are people that are assigned to you that you need to create transformation for. And once you begin to understand that once I let go of fear and I cast it out, then I can walk confidently knowing that this is not about me. This is what God needs me to do. This is what he has gifted me to do. And I have to make sure that I'm not thinking of myself when things are happening in my life. Next is invest in your talents. So everybody knows what investment means. It means that we're giving something in order to get a return. So when we look at the parable of the three servants, the master specifically gave them things. And when he gave them something, he was expecting a return. So we have to seek wisdom concerning our gifts. So we have to ask God, what is it that he wants us to do? That is an investment in our talents. Because we're making an investment to really ask God to give us the wisdom that we need so that we can fulfill what he has called us to do. So we will get a return based on how much we invest our time in being intimately connected to God so that he can pour his wisdom into us so that we're able to do the thing that he has assigned us to do. You know, God will give you what you need concerning fulfilling your purpose. But you have to be able to tap into that at every opportunity you get before you make any decisions, before you make any life changing or life altering moves. You have to make sure that you're investing in your wisdom and getting your wisdom, getting understanding concerning what it is that you need to do. So you have to also invest in learning everything you can by, again, spending time with God. So when you spend time with God, he speaks to you and he allows you to 
gain understanding of how you need to move forward in all things. There's nothing that's too minimal that we cannot go to God and ask him, what is it that you want me to do at this specific time of my life? So when we make an investment, anybody who's familiar with investing, we know that when we make an investment, it multiplies. Now, sometimes we lose, but with God, we never lose. But if you are investing from a standpoint of, yeah, giving something to someone or investing in the worldly things like the stock market and all those types of things, sometimes you do get a substantial return. And then sometimes you don't. But when you invest in these things by gaining wisdom and knowledge from God and understanding on what your purpose is and how you need to fulfill that, your investment in that is 100% return each and every time. So that's not anything like what you would get when you invest in things that are of the world. But it's important that you invest so that you can get a return on your investment. And God offers that 100% return on your investment. So when you use your gifts and talents wisely, it multiplies. So God will create that multiplicity and you will begin to operate in that what he has gifted you in and then it will continue to create abundance. But as I mentioned before, you have to prepare for your abundance and preparing for your abundance means that you have to make sure that you're constantly seeking wisdom concerning your gifts and talents and not burying them and not operating in fear, knowing that if you do things that are contradictory to what he's assigned you to do, it will not lead to the road of abundance that he has for you. And when you invest, expect the multiplication. And a lot of times, again, this goes back to that fear that sometimes that grasps hold of us. And I remember just you know, thinking about when I was starting the equipped woman and how God gave me this vision about the equipped woman. And I was, I just had so many questions and so many concerns about where this needed to go, how I needed to start it, what I needed to do. And, you know, he had to remind me that I've given you this vision. So what you need to do is you need to invest in what I have given to you. And by that, it means just continually seeking me, asking me what the next step is, what you need to do, what you don't need to do, and I'll take care of the rest. So once I decided that I was going to just make sure that I gave everything to God and surrendered it to God, that's when I began to experience the multiplication because I was investing in knowing that I need to seek him first. I need to make sure that I'm giving it all to him and investing in learning about him so that I know that everything that I need is in him so that that I can open the door for the abundance as it relates to not just the equipped woman, but just everything that is concerning me and in my life. And as you look at those specific things that God has assigned you to do, it's important that you know that the first thing that is important is making sure you're seeking wisdom from him. So next is to be a good steward. 
Um, whatever God gives, he expects faithfulness. He expects our faithfulness. And when we're faithful, it leads to fruitfulness. So anytime we want to experience abundance and we want to experience the fruit, we have to be faithful and we have to be consistent. We have to make sure that we're doing the things that we know that we ought to do. And one of the worst things we can do is to hide our talents or our gifts. So in the parable, you know, he gave each of them a specific parable, a specific amount of talent. So he had one that had five, one had two, and then he gave the last one one talent. And the last one hid the talent. And as a result of that, he wasn't the good and faithful servant that the master had given that to those other two that bought back more than what they were given. So this specifically ties into us not hiding our gifts and talents. So when God gives us something, it's not for us to go bury it and just leave it there. And then when he comes back for us, we just give him back what he gave to us. That is absolutely contradictory of what we need to do and how we need to live our life. Because once he provides the gift and the talent for us, we have to be able to seek him so that we can multiply that gift over and over and over again. And the parable clearly states that each of the, the servants that were given gifts, two out of the three did what the master was pleased with. And then the last one buried it and did nothing with it and nothing happen as a result of just burying it away. So you can walk away from this with one of two attitudes that I talked that I said I was going to talk about now. And it's either you become a faithful servant and you experience fruitfulness or you bury your talent. Don't use your gifts, don't do anything with it, and then you do not bear any fruit. So there are two areas where you need to understand what side of the fence am I going to be on? Now remember, you know, you you talk about, you know, he God wants us either hot or cold. So here is another we've come to a crossword, another decision that you need to make whether or not you're going to be a faithful servant so that you can be fruitful and experience abundance or you're going to bury your talent and don't do absolutely anything with it. And then you won't experience any fruit. So this is something that you have to really think about and consider and, and ask yourself, what am I doing right now? Am I burying my talent or am I using my talents and allowing them to multiply? And the next part I want to talk about is don't despise your small beginnings. You know, God wants you to be able to experience abundance in every area of your life. However, God will only give you what he know you can handle. So if I go back to the parable of the three servants, he gave them specific amounts of talent so that he knew that they could handle what he was giving them. So God has specific things that he's placed on the inside of you. And those things that he's placed on the inside of you will leave no room for excuses. He knows that this is something that you will be able to accomplish, but you have to make sure that you are going to accomplish it. 
And it, this will eliminate the excuses that we may have like, oh, I had to work late. Oh, I was tired. I had to cook for the kids. Oh, I had to go take care of this. I had, you know, my, my nails needed to get done. So when we think about God giving things to us and he knows exactly what we are capable and able to handle, it removes the excuses. And the issue will not be about how much we have but how well we use what we have. So we can't despise our small beginnings. We have to be humble. And God is, is really looking at how much we are doing with what we have. So in order for us to get more, we have to make sure that we're doing what we need to do with what he's given us in the beginning. And lastly, it's have faith and get to work. So I started out with casting out fear and the opposite of fear is faith. So having faith is a part of it. But remember, faith without works is dead. So we have to get to work. You know, God gives us the time. He gives us the gifts. He gives us the other resources according to our abilities, like I spoke about before. And he fully expects us to use them. So I want to encourage you to stop burying your talents. Don't be like that servant who had the one talent and took it and buried it because he was only thinking about himself and he gave every excuse to the master about why he buried the talent. And as you look and read that part of Matthew 25, you see that the others took their talents and bought back more. So each of them bought back double what they were given. And this is a clear, clear picture of what God wants to do in your life if you fulfill what he has given you, the gifts that he has placed on the inside of you. Those gifts are for you to create transformation in the lives of others. And as a result of that, he will continue to reward you with more and more. So as I conclude, I have two questions that I want to ask. Number one is, are you burying your talents? So think about things that may be going on right now where you're hiding and you don't want people to know, or you're just afraid to step out on that thing that God has assigned you to do. Are you burying those things? Are you hiding them away? Are you keeping them close to your chest because you are fearing judgment or you are fearing that people are not going to accept you or people are not going to listen to you or find you credible as a result of this thing that you know that God has gifted you to do? And if you're not bearing your talents, are you using them wisely? So they are gifts that God has given us, but are we using them to build what he wants us to build? Because we can use those talents incorrectly and use them for things that are not aligned with our purpose. And that's why it's so important, like I talked about in number two, is investing in your talent by seeking wisdom from him. He gives us what we need, but are we using them wisely? So I want to leave you with this one last question. I know I said two. But there's one last one that I want you to really reflect on as we enter into 2021. How are you managing the treasures God has given you? 
So I asked if you are burying your talents and I asked if you are using them wisely. So in addition to that, ask yourself, how are you measuring the treasures that God has given you? And as we move forward and embark on a brand new year, I want you to lead into 2021 to prepare yourself for your abundance. There is so much abundance that is waiting for you. And the number one way for you to be able to experience that is to stop burying your talent. This is not about you. We know and we see what's going on in the world today. And we know that we have to prepare our hearts and we have to prepare our gifts and our talents and make sure that we're not operating in fear because of what we're seeing, what we're hearing, even what we may have personally experienced, even with the turmoil and all of the hurt and pain and loss that we may have experienced. God still wants to be able to bless you and we cannot get lax and we cannot sit back and just go along with everything that's been happening because God has given us a specific assignment. He has given us specific things that we need to do and we can't get caught up in everything that's happening and think that we are immune from what is available to us. So today, I want you to leave with this. Make sure that you are not burying your talent and that you are using them wisely. So just to recap, I want to talk about the five ways as we enter into 2021 that you can prepare for your abundance. So number one is cast out all fear, invest in your talents, Be a good steward. Don't despise your small beginnings and have faith and get to work. So thank you again for tuning in to this week's episode. And I really hope that you have a safe and happy new year as we enter into 2021. So the next time you will be hearing from me will be next year. And if you have not done so already, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. When you subscribe and you rate and review this podcast, it allows the equipped woman to continue to be seen in all of the podcast players. And don't forget to connect with us on Instagram at The Equipped Woman. And also join our network where you can connect with women who are fearlessly pursuing purpose to live abundantly in every area of their life. So again, Happy New Year, and I will see you next year.